everyone, and welcome back to Chasing the Hug, the podcast where if Mary had a little lamb and said lamb's fleece was as white as snow, is Mary Pablo Escobar? Ooh. Mm, I Ooh. am Steve Sakasitz with my co-hosts. Nick Johnson. Producer Jason. Oh, Jason's here. Hi, Jason. Jason. You know, Hi. How'd you get here today? Through the garage. Yeah. Mm. Interesting fact here, Nick. When you ask somebody to do something for you, for example, when you're out of town, you ask people maybe to get the mail, to bring in the trash can, take out the trash can, and you might give them access to maybe a garage code, your house. When you're home, is it kosher for that person to then use said garage code and get into your house instead of just knocking at the front door? Or in the case of when you have little ones sleeping, texting you and saying they're on their way to the front door, as opposed to you hearing your garage door open, you would purposely lock the garage door to the house so that he can't get in. What do you think about this, Nick? Oh, that's creepy. It is. That's sleepy creepy. That's deeply sleepily. I mean, I, and, and he's one of my, my best good friends. I'm going to tell you, Jason, I love you. I think you're an awesome person. You're a great friend. Awesome. I'm not asking you not to help me with things, but when we're here, it's just, it's just interesting that you choose to enter our household that you way. You need to give me instructions on which way you want me to enter. I just, wow. <laughs> Kosher pickle. All right. So it's interesting because last week when we did it, I was pulling up and producer Jason pulled up and he, you know, hopped out the whip, like, you know, King Kong and I'm rolling up and say, Hey Jay. And I'm getting ready to walk around the corner. He's like, no, no, no. He waved me on in. Like I was going VIP room, in the back club. Yeah, with LeBron in. James Come on, and in. Come on. He's like, no, no, I know people. I'll get you I in this way. I know this way. I'm like, what, what is we doing? Why are we going through the garage? You know, I felt all creepy and I thought Ashley was going to open the door and be like, what are you doing? But no, uh, no, don't, I don't know garage code etiquette because our our garage is not connected to our house. It's separate. It's so. just okay. So again, you asked me the other day, and we just were speaking on this. You asked me the other day there were some packages that were delivered to your house. Yeah, and you said, Steve, can you do me a favor? Can you go to the house? Can you grab these packages? I went twice actually because there's more than one package. I actually took your trash cans out, did all that stuff because you had been you were in a way. Understand that's what friends do. Um, and then I called you the next day and said, Hey, you know what? I uh, I ended up bringing them back. They're in your office. Brought them there for you. You asked me to go back the next day. Did the exact same thing. I had told you that I didn't bring the key, but I also I don't feel. I don't feel comfortable going into someone else's house to do that. So I was given permission and didn't accept the permission. Even cross the You've been given permission and then you've also taken the deed to our house. <laughs> He's like a vampire. Once you, yeah. you, you invite him in, in he, you gave me permission and I completed the task. You know, what are and the odds what that we leave another weekend and Jason's like inviting friends over to have parties and stuff <laughs> and then leaves it messed four? up? Oh my God. We By the way, it looks interesting. Like the He's idea. got the LeBron James talking to him in this yeah. closet telling him that you, the way you handled that Miami move was solid. <laughs> Your hairline is perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I guarantee that's going to be cut out of the movie too. Oh, I hope not. Oh. You know what makes me laugh? What? Dad jokes. Oh. Here's one for you. Okay. If you see a crime at an Apple store that actually makes you an eyewitness. Like iPhone, iPad. Oh. oh, wow. That one buzz cut you right out of the I, I was going to be like, oh, that's going to get you right to the core. Let's talk about what's happened here since we were last on this podcast. I know I've got some I want to talk about here. What I've been dealing with here is my lease is up my vehicle. But Nick, mm. what have, what, what's been going on in your world? Hey, man, I was in like San Antonio and it was amazing and I wanted to stay. And my colleagues made me come back. 
but I knew that if I did not return, chasing the hug would not be the auric gold that it is. And so I'm glad that I came back. Shout out to our fans down in San Antonio that were telling us that it was an immaculate show. And I think we picked up a couple of new fans. So hopefully you're listening, new fans. We love you and we're chasing the hug. And rumor has we have a, a shout out for a special person here later today. Yeah, there's a, a special ad that we have at the uh, end. So nice. Jason, you, new news. Uh, I finished building my PC. Oh, really? Tell yeah, us about last that. Last time I had issues with that. All right, next. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, interestingly enough as well, too, um, as I was stating before, my lease is up here in my uh, Lincoln uh, in the next two months and trying to find deals right now. It's it's not much going on right now deal-wise oh, because interest tough. rates are horrible and people don't have product. Cars aren't there. You have to build your own car and then get shipped to you. And then they're giving you no incentives, no rebates. So I've been going back and forth. I looked at Lincoln. I looked at Cadillac. I looked at literally, I looked at Hyundai. I looked at anything that puts a third row SUV out there. And uh, recently I've settled on, I think I'm going to go with an Acura MDX. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Really nice. Exciting. It's going to be blue with a little red leather Ooh, in there. It's going to be nice. That's be tight. You. Okay. That's you. Oh, it's, it's super sacky. Um, but with that being said, I got a deal and I'm like, okay, I like this deal. I like where I'm working. I'm actually driving about three and a half hours north to Akron, Ohio to get this specific color combination that they have. And I, I reached out to them on Sunday night. They were closed. They reached out to me Monday. I had a great conversation. Today's Wednesday. And from Monday to Wednesday, we, we kind of worked out a little bit of an arrangement, a deal. And I thought it was a pretty good deal. Nice. I reached out to Cadillac, let them know. I let Lincoln know, you know, I'm going to go another route. They appreciated it, um, all that stuff. And uh, I hadn't heard from the other Acura dealer that's over in Dayton and, um, so I couldn't tell them yet, but they reached back out to me today. Say, Hey, we came back with the numbers. Here's the numbers we have. I said, thank you so much, but I've decided to go with another dealer. And they're like, well, what's the offer they're giving you? This is like recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, here's the amount they're giving us. But you know, we're planning on going up there on Saturday or like, well, what we're going to do is we're going to beat that by a thousand dollars and we're going to have you uh, drive 45 minutes until instead of three and a half hours. Now, Whoa. I don't feel comfortable with that because I did make an agreement to go up north and I had a great relationship with the person up there. You confirmed. I confirmed it. I also deposited too. You committed. Okay. Which they say the deposit's not, they can get it's rid of that. Binding. But I'm a person of my word. Okay. As I say, karma's a bee and she's also my dog. So I want to make sure I live by those rules as well with that. What I ended up doing is I reached out to the group that I had made the um, initial offer with and deal and said, listen, the group that's 45 minutes away from me is offering this. I know I'm set up to come with you on Saturday. I want to do that. I'm going to do that. But this has saved me about 30 bucks a month in, yeah. in a lease. It's a lot of money in lease terms per month. Yeah, one okay. on means a lot. Yeah. And so put it out there to say, you know, even though we've agreed, uh, and I haven't signed anything though, this is what I'd like to do. Possibly, if you could do that, we'll still come up there. Doesn't Thoughts on that? I, I don't think it hurts to ask. Right. You're better than ninety percent of the kids we recruit because they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm committing," and then go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to give them the offer, and, and honestly, you know, between because you won't listen to this in the time of which I made a decision, I'd still probably pay a little bit more because they did such a great job up there. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, it means a lot when someone says they're going to do something, you should hold it to it. But if someone else is going to say, "Here's what it's going to be," we're a lot closer. You don't have to drive three and a half hours, and you put lease. You're already going to put 198 miles on the right. lease to drive back. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, the, some of that changes the deal. It paints in a different way. I think this epistemological quandary that you're experiencing is nominal for a person of your age and, you know, financial means. But in your case, you would do the exact same thing? Oh, no, I wouldn't lease at all. I would, you know, just 
go get in myself, a leasing world. I just go get myself a geo tracker. It's got a fifth row. I've got a story about a geo tracker. Uh, we can't tell it on. That's chasing the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, thoughts? I is it the same car? Same same exact thing. They're same saying everything. that the the Dayton word saying I can get you that car, even though I only found that car in two three other locations, two in Akron and one in in Illinois. In the only yeah, and so but Dayton's now saying we can get that car. We can get to you by Saturday too. No, I think. I would probably end up doing what you're doing because you already paid the deposit. I know it's not legally binding, but I think like it wouldn't hurt to ask, say, hey, this is a situation. Are I you think, guys able to come down even more? I think you would build your own producer, Jason Mobile, out of spare parts. Probably. That's what I think. The producer, Jason Mobile, filled with hate, rage, and envy. 24-inch rims. <laughs> they keep them clean, though. <laughs> Sack. What's the dumbest thing I ever said to you, man? <laughs> I say some dumb stuff. What's you, the dumbest you, thing you I ever said? said? Some dumb stuff. I'm gonna get tell a little story here. A little story time with Sack. Story time with Sack. Story here. time okay. with Sack, baby. So uh, in early Sack and Nick years here, when we had a different group that worked with us here at Earlham, uh, we used to get together over at uh, Speedway on the East Side. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the story. I'm gonna tell the story. <laughs> we'd get together on Speedway on the East Side every Thursday night. We'd actually go get wings and rings as a group. It'd be like young coaches getting together. Probably twenty. 13 maybe 2014 yeah, and time. yeah yeah born. yeah you weren't even a, a twinkle in our eye yet yeah, you weren't even produce. and uh we'd go get <laughs> wings and we'd eat there and then after that we'd all decide to go to speedway for some reason we decided to go to speedway and we'd get milkshakes Mil speedway has those like pre-made milkshakes where you basically already have in the cup and then you just go up to the thing put it in there the lid comes down it like stirs it up for a little bit get your milkshake it's got like two flavors it's got vanilla chocolate and maybe if you're lucky you got a strawberry so we were loitering yeah and so there would be about what did you say nick about four or five of us that would five, go sometimes six. Yeah. and literally we would do it like jay and silent bob did we get our our milkshakes and we'd stand in front of the speedway literally so in front of us we'd park to the side and we just stand out front and like talk to the customers coming in as we're drinking these milkshakes well there's also a person that joined us her name was emily emily was one of our field hockey assistant coaches at the time and um emily had said something that uh, you know, Nick has to be the smartest guy in the room. And he says, you know, well, tell me about it. It's very Sigmund Freud. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> and poor Emily looks at Nick and says, well, my mother passed away a few years ago. I mean, the dead truth. It might have been a couple weeks ago. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and man, to see his face at that point, man, he was super done. I never use that line again. You know, so she <laughs> said something about recruiting. She was frustrated. She's angry. And she's like, I just want to hit him with a field hockey stick. I was like, a lot of pent up rage there. Tell me about your mother. She just <laughs> passed away. I mean, the wind goes out of the room. Uh, it killed the whole moment. And I'm Steve's over here like, sucking down my milkshakes. Steve, and Steve says, keep them coming. Steve just said, go. Okay. Well, looks like. <laughs> Party's over. <laughs> Honestly, though, can you remember another time after that? Did we ever go no, back? We, I don't we never think we, went back. I don't I, think we I, ever I, went I, back. I killed the Speedway loitering, and I didn't even mean to. And Emily, if you're out there, I'm so sorry. Uh, my condolences. Uh, you were an amazing coach. We're really glad that you were with us, and uh, our hearts go out to you. But that was some dumb stuff. That was some dumb stuff. <laughs> what about you? What I, what's the dumbest thing I've ever said? Uh, I think it was early this year. You said the Raiders are going to make it to the playoffs. That was pretty dumb. Um, this is the year for the Raiders. That was also dumb. You said that you're a Raiders fan, probably dumb. Um, and I think you said that the Raiders were a good team. So that was also dumb. I've also heard you say, ah, just live through the pain. Don't worry about that cracking and popping. Oh, you're bleeding. It's fine. You don't have time to bleed. Uh, if it's swollen, it's because you're swole. That's just the muscle getting stronger. Mm -hmm. Uh, the fact that you don't have feeling in your fingers means that it's working. And, uh, what else did you say? Not no pain, no gain. Shut your mouth. We're going 
going to, you can. We've got work to do. Um, and so I'm injured now, and that's great. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Can we say just quick time out there, Nick? When we started working out, what did you weigh? Uh, when we started working out years ago, and we started back up. Back up. Back. I was 309 pounds. And you weigh what right now? I weigh 256 pounds. So I would say it's working. Right. Yeah. And here's what pain is. Okay. Pain is. No, it's not. What pain is, is the tiny little muscles that don't want to get any better. And the bigger (laughs) muscles around that saying, you're either going to get better or you're going to get out of here and we're going to take you over. So that's what's actually going on in your body. So what you think is pain is actually you achieving greatness. I just want to be able to pick up my grandkids. That's all I want. The last thing I have is you once said pre-workout is part of a balanced breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I did say that. That was hilarious. Yeah. PJ, what you got? I don't have anything. On either of us? That's the dumbest thing you've yeah, ever said. I don't have anything. Incorrect. I don't remember most things. You got CTC? You got CTC? My head when I was a kid. Got cinnamon toast crunch. I was really trying to figure something for you, Jason. I, I, you can look here. My notes. I actually have Jason in that a lot. I don't have anything there because I mean, you're, you're, you don't talk much. Um, this podcast is actually the first time I've actually heard your voice. I listen. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a rock. I just sit and. You know what? No, the dumbest thing he said was when we were getting the opportunity to get free advertising oh, from that was, Brian ah, yeah, is, at, yeah. at, at events, and he said, "No, we good. No, we good. <laughs> we good. We don't need it. We don't need that." Uh, the dumbest thing he ever said happened before the show, and we just can't repeat it. But stay tuned for Chasing the Heat, where we do the non-PG version of Chasing the Hug. Molotov cocktails. Jason, you like movies? Yes. Okay, so tell me about uh, the movie that had the best monologue or set of lines from it that you remember. I was actually looking this up today. There's a there's a bunch of movies where I'm like, oh, that's a great speech. That's a great speech. But I don't know which one to choose. So don't many. choose one. Don't choose one. No, you can't only choose one. I don't have one. Jetly like the one. Top favorite. <laughs> that's a I, good I rewatched the training day scene where he's like, oh, yeah, that's King great. Kong ain't got nothing yep. on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good one. Great I, movie. I rewatched that one. Great today. movie. Um, there were some from Gladiator. There were some that were like villains and Maximus Decimus. Like, yes. Like there's some really good monologues out there. I it just don't great. have a, a favorite on my top of the list, but the King Kong one's a good one. I rewatched that multiple times today. Nick, I can tell you something. You probably had these before as well. When you're getting close to getting to those football games and you guys are watching a movie on the bus, they probably set up a movie on there yeah. where it's at that point where they're having that big time talk, that pump up speech. Sure. To me, it would actually be Mel Gibson and Braveheart. That's a good one. Yeah. The would, freedom speech. The freedom. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. Uh, anything 300 for a while with our guys when that movie first came out. They were all about... Uh, what is your profession? Yeah. What is your profession? Who uh, Speaking to Mike Jason. There's a ton of, yeah, do your job, producer Jason. There's so many to choose from. I, you know, pulled aside a few that you might like. Um, I won't quote them all, but uh, Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon, The Finger to the Moon statement, all of the Dark Knight, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stranger, live long enough to see yourself become the villain, those kind of things. Um, anything from Lean on Me with uh, Morgan Freeman, you can pull out any uh, major and important Samuel Jackson or uh, Denzel Washington uh, film, and uh, you'll have some expert quotes. One that I really enjoy recently that stuck with me, we talk about Marvel all the time, was Infinity War and the uh, Thanos, I know what it's like to lose at the beginning. That just really, really strikes you uh, when he goes through that. Josh Brolin did a fantastic job. But Probably your all-time favorite, Steve, is uh, Roddy Piper and They Live. I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. 
I'm fresh out of bubblegum. Very good. <laughs> he wrote that himself, for those of you that don't know. That he that was in his book. He had a book of um, lines, and you see that in his uh, documentary. And he got the the director, John Carpenter, to, to use that. So that's what I got. His voice stays here. You know, Next. I think this is a good matchup between the two of us here. You're also very low. I'm this here. Yeah. And he's here. That's yes. why. I By do. the way, I listened to your interview, too, with the Northeastern game. Very yeah, good thanks. job. Yeah. yeah. Good plug. I keep this. I keep this temper for my fans at this timbre that comes out. Uh, I got some brothers and fans that love to hear me over the radio. And uh, if you're listening, I'm doing this for you. You like documentaries? Love them. What's the best documentary you ever seen? Well, it's interesting to bring that up right there because I've started up the uh, Bernie Madoff doc on Netflix oh. that's going on right now and just watching that S show that that is right there just to see about a Ponzi scheme. By the way, too, have you ever seen the guy who actually is, his last name was Ponzi? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like actually Jason Polykoff's dad. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mr. Polykoff. <laughs> <laughs> Get a chance to look at that. I watched it. I'm like, I had to pause. I'm like, is that Polykoff's dad? Um, I also recently was watching the Casey Anthony uh, documentary. Yeah. I mentioned that before. Um, but I would say the best documentary I saw, I don't if you've seen this one, Jason. I know you haven't seen this one yet, Nick, but uh, Making a Murderer yeah. with the Stephen Avery doctor. Do you yeah. see that? I, I saw the preview for it. I haven't seen it. You didn't, what made you not go from the preview to watch it? I was doing something with my kids. I couldn't turn it on. We're probably watching cartoon or something. Well, you don't sleep right now, so it's going to be good. I'll tell you, I watch it. It's about a guy who spends 18 years in prison only to be uh, exonerated because they have DNA evidence that lets him out. And then as soon as he's out, he then is accused of murder and goes right back in. Jeez. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts like a planner's commercial. Nuts.com. <laughs> Nuts.com. <laughs> I uh, really loved Beyond the Mat, if you'll remember oh, yeah. that. That was so insightful. Um, Interesting enough, they've not come out with anything else like no, that since. Been well, you know, we do have Dark Side of the Ring. We do have uh, what Seven Bucks doing now, Tales from the Territories. So I think Beyond the Mat's kind of like opened the doorway for that. If you'll remember the A&E Bret Hart one where they talk about the Montreal Screwjob, that was another great one. Yep. Anything 30 for 30, I think, is always well done. I uh, love those guys at ESPN. Shout out to them. Uh, I love a football life on uh, NFL Network and Hard Knocks. Any of the Hard Knocks, I can go back and watch all of those. Uh, there was a documentary out in the early 2000s called Planet Earth. I think that was by TLC, maybe. That was really cool, kind of just highlighting different environs and different flora and fauna on the planet. And I'm a sucker since I was a little kid for any like um, Martin Luther King Jr. documentary. I know we got a bevy of those the other day celebrating the Dr. King holiday. So wasn't there that one documentary you were telling me about? It was on Showtime called Red Shoes Diaries. Were you ever watching that? Uh, I, I was not uh, referring to that doc, uh, documentary at all. That was not a thing. Um, see, Chasing the Heat. <laughs> I would say uh, I was going to say what Nick mentioned on is the nature documentaries. I like all the David David Attenborough documentaries. Who I like David totals. Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough. All the BBC, Planet Earth, Blue Planet, Gosh. British Broadcasting. You company? are you twenty four seven. There's this is not I'm, an act, people. This I'm, is who he is. It's not a work. I'm no one <laughs> yeah. else but me. Yeah, I, I'm exactly. No one else but me. I am producer Jason. Uh, so BBC, huh? All right. Yeah, not TLC. 
sad news, man, coming out of what we did the episode with Brian Cox on the uh, Von Erickson and that whole family. Um, and then uh, as of yesterday, um, and this is going to be about uh, a week, um, you'll hear this after the fact and maybe some more news comes out, but the passing of Jay Briscoe, mm-hmm. um, one part of the Briscoe brothers, brother Mark, and he are the Ring of Honor tag team champions. Um, news we have right now that he was driving in his uh, pickup truck. Another pickup truck came across, um, hit him head on. Both the driver of the other car and Jay were uh, killed. Um, Jay was driving his two little daughters, a nine-year-old and a four-year-old, I believe, coming from uh, cheerleading practice. Um one is is doing okay. The other one is is having some surgery. So you know, our, our thoughts go out and our thoughts and prayers go out to the family for that. But you know, it brings you to um, a sport and the entertainment avenue of which we really have a passion for. There's been a lot of sadness that has happened with that, from steroid use to suicide to you know things like this. You know, yeah. some sad, sad wrestling, this, pro wrestling deaths. This is just particularly sad because I'm a huge fan of the Briscoes, Jay and Mark, and you know, hearts out to the family and prayers for Mark. Losing a brother has got to be unconscionable. Um, you know, they were just amazing, and it, it's not something that he did or something that it's just purely an accident. It makes it even more tragic. But you're hitting on something. There tends to be tragedy and pro wrestling tend to go hand in hand. And we talked about this with the Von Erics. I don't know why that is. I think because as fans, we get caught up in it and in the spectacle, and it becomes a part of our lives. And unlike soap operas or movies, these people are right in front of you, and they'll get out in the crowd, they'll high five the fans, they'll have meet and greets. It's it's such a special relationship. You know, they shut down the Sussex County schools mm-hmm. uh, today in honor of uh, Jem and Pew, which is Jay's real name. And um, it's just a, a, an amazing tragedy. But we've lost a lot of fans. And I think you and I were talking about how does this hit you and which ones hit you the most? And as a child, you know, you don't necessarily understand. And sometimes it's your hero. I remember Andre the Giant passing and thinking he was larger than life and not knowing how or why this superhero slash supervillain could just pass away like that. Yeah. And and not trying to take anything away from the tragedy that we have here, but yeah, there's been some, some things that stand out. The one that stands out to me the most. And I can remember, you know, as I look back and I was thinking about this today about, you know, those times of which you can remember exactly where you were when you heard something. And and to me, it was when I was in Columbus and uh, I was actually at a bar with Ashley and uh, we're at the bar and the bartenders dressed up as macho man, Randy Savage. This one. And, um, um, I I hadn't paid attention to the news that day, and I'm like, hey man, why you why you dressed as macho? It's not Halloween or anything. And he's like, oh, the macho man just passed away today. Yeah. He had a heart attack while he was driving his car, and um, it's May 20th, 2011. He ended up passing away from that. And and to me, you know, I was you know 27, 8, 29, something yeah, like that years old. I was old uh, enough to realize, but it was in the fact that like this was something from my childhood. This was somebody that. Again, you mentioned Andre Giant, large in life. You know, these are human beings that play a character, but yet yeah. to us, they're car- they're just they're movie stars. They're 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 characters in something that you can't see not being there, and right. um, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, yeah. it was it was tough. And and Scott Hall recently passed away. You know, how yeah, I feel about like Scott favorite. Hall. Yeah, he's your. But, yeah. I can't tell you exactly where I was when Scott passed. I can tell you where I, what I was doing when Macho Man passed. Randy was crazy because he's my favorite besides The Rock. And uh, I was pushing my daughter on a swing out in the backyard of our old house. And we were having a great time. And my sister-in-law, who knows I love wrestling, called me. And she was crying. And I thought something had happened to, like, you know, 
uh, somebody else. And she said, Randy Savage is dead. And I just had to sit down and I started crying, you know, full admission. Like, I love that dude's uh, persona. I love, he was just a part of me growing up, you know, and even who I was into my early teens. And so, you know, right now, not just the family, but this is happening with uh, Jay Briscoe, like people that love Jay Briscoe Mm -hmm. and my kids, I haven't even told him yet today. My son is a huge Briscoe Brothers fan. He loves Briscoes and FTR. And when I tell him, it's going to crush him. So it's just interesting, like who these many heroes are and how this affects you. You know, these are real people in real lives and this stuff does happen. And so many of them have passed. Yeah. Jason, anything like that for you? No. no. I'll tell you another one's going to be tough. When, when Hogan passes, man, that's you're going to struggle. He, he reminds me so much of my dad. My dad has, you know, Hogan wears his fake hair, but my dad has his hair slicked back and he's got this handlebar mustache, kind of similar to what Hogan does. And I just see a lot of him in that part. But I mean, again, Hulk is, Hulk is wrestling. As much as you yeah. guys, young people out there, you know, you know your Cena's, you know your Roman Reigns, and nothing against those guys, but they would never be where they were at if it weren't for a guy like Hulk Hogan helping move this company to where it's at. And, um, you know, again, it's we're thankful for everybody who puts uh, the boots on, gets yep. in the ring, because yep. um, every single day you can be putting yourself out there and hurting. And, you know, for the Briscoe family, we we are uh, thinking of you. We're really, really sad for you and with you. And, um, you know, know that, you know, um, you know, Jay Briscoe, the character, uh, did a lot to entertain a lot of people. And, 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 you know, when they were having bad times, he made a lot of people happy. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do your plug now. <laughs> All right. Hey, on a lighter note, we've got a really special sponsor I want to shout out right now. Shout out to Stacy's Catering and Events. Need an exotic location for a post-conference meeting? Are you a fan of nachos, cranberries, and kraut balls? Try Stacy's Catering and Events. Perfect for any last-minute function, luncheon, or seven-second dance break. A local favorite of the J. Jones Roadshow, Stacy's talented team will get you just right. Call Stacy at 317-145-2339. That's 317-14-LADOO. That's not a real number, is it? Okay. It might be now. Uh, this has been Chasing the Hug with us here and you there. I've been Steve Sackasitz. I'm your boy, Nick Johnson. And producer Jason. <laughs> that segment oh, was fire. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> it just beeped on it. <laughs>